murderers abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us. We ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. I'm going to tell you, folks, this is, this is this strong. It really is. It's strong. Go lay down a life for the brethren. And that is, if, if he laid down his life for us, then we need, to be, we need to be willing to lay down our life for the brethren. And it's something to think about. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he has laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Hereby, I'm sorry. And he says, but whoso have, have the world's goods and seeth his brother hath need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion for him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. That's important. You know, if, if I was to die right now, I've preached enough of this message. This message is, is, is very clear. Message is very clear. It's to love one another. That's only that's the only way you're gonna. It's the only way you're gonna have a a, a, a a church that's gonna prosper. The only way the Lord's gonna prosper any church is that we love the brethren. You can't you can't not love one another and expect the Lord to bless you. He just won't do it. I have always said, and I, I just said this a few minutes ago, the first message I preached to most of you was brotherly love. I don't know if y'all remember or not. In 1984, 1984, on a, on a the first Sunday in April, I preached that message to the church in in Glenwood, and that church that and I learned that church had some people in it didn't care too much about others. But uh, I hope and pray that message helped them. Oh, the Lord did bless us. Lord blessed us all the time I was there. I said in the message, the only way to have a strong church is that we love one another. Again, the Apostle John went on to say, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. 1 John 4 and verse 7 and 8. That's, love is the key. Love is the key in any marriage. Me and my wife have been married 55 years, and, and the key to our marriage was love. The key to it. I tell her, I tell her all the time that I love her more now than I did when I first married her. You know, because when I first married, I was ready to run. But uh, I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. But I love her now more than I loved her then. John goes on to say, Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought, we ought also to love one another. 1 John 4 and verse 11. 
It's all there. I mean, it's, it's just as clear as it can be. How can a true child of God hate his brother? I, I can't I, I can't understand that, folks. I got to stand up. I can't understand that. How can a true child of God hate his brother? I, I can't fathom that. I, I just can't do it. I've told you folks many times over the years that nothing you can do, I love you folks, and nothing you can do to cause me not to love you. I'm, I'm going to love you. I don't care. You can run me off today, and I'm still going to love you. I'm going to go out that door loving you. I'm going to love you when I see you at Walmart. I'm going to love you when I see you anywhere else because that's just something that nothing can come in between, and that's the love of God, the love we have for one another. How can a true child of God not want to meet with his brethren? One can't do it. What, what, you think, do you want to go meet with strangers? You don't, nobody wants to meet with strangers. I think everybody in here knows about everybody. You don't want to meet with strangers. I know I don't. I've been pastoring you folks for 38 years. That's a long time. And you would think after 38 years, I might not like some of you. That's just not true. It's just not true. I love you. I have told the story. I, told, I just told you that story of the two brethren who went to church together but never did speak to one another. As I said earlier, I believe they died that very same way. Think about that for just a moment. Uh, and, and I could ask you, I don't, I don't want anybody to raise their hand because it would, it would certainly bring me down if you did. Is there anybody in here that hates another? Can you think of somebody? I remember <clears throat> Brother Sam, when I was saved, I had a boy, I had a man, we were men then, I had a man that I hated with a passion. But you know, after the Lord saved me, I couldn't hate that man anymore. I saw him several times. I always said, if I ever saw him again, I was going to beat him half to death. But I, I didn't. I saw him again. I saw him several times. But I had no desire. I realized right then that God had taken that hatred out of me for that, for that fellow. That fellow did something to me that some of you wouldn't realize. He went and told something on me that just wasn't true. Matter of fact, he tried to get me fired at my job. 
God shows his love to us through his son. The Bible says perfect love is given by the son of God. And again, the apostle of, of love, that is John, he writes again, John is apostle of love. He writes again, he says, and we have known and believe the love of God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may be, have boldness in the day of judgment. We, we can, love of God, you know, if you, if you love one another and you love the Lord, Judgment's not going to be that bad. I hate to think sometimes when God says he's going to judge every sin we've ever done. Boy, I hate to think about that. But it's going to be the fact that because we love the Lord, there's no, going to be no fear in that day we stand before judgment because we know if you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, you're going to heaven. You're going to heaven. He says that, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in the world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. That's, that verse used to scare me to death when I was first saved. I thought, well, buddy, I still have some things in my heart that bothers me. I still have some things in my heart that makes me fear. The perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? And the commandment have we from him that he that loveth God loveth his brother also. 1 John 4, verse 16 through 21. What is it? What is it? He says in our text. I told you our text is the, is the message. What does he say in our text? A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another. As I have loved you that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. You, you, want, you want surety that you're saved? Love the brethren. Don't, don't, don't hate the brethren. Love the brethren. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another. You know, I was, as most of you know, uh, I practically fell out Wednesday night before I got through my message. Very weak. 
weak, weak in my breath. I couldn't breathe. For those of you that don't know, I, I had the COVID back a year ago, and it left me with bad lungs. I didn't have bad lungs before. Well, what do we have to fear if we love one another? Nothing. We have nothing to fear. Scripture is so clear about loving one another that it cannot be compromised. I know that we love those who love us. Sure, we love those who love us. We've got family members in here. They love their family. They also should love those that's not their family. They should have a love for those that's not their family. I know we love those who love us, but we should also love those who don't love us. At least we may think they don't love us. They may love us when you don't realize it. They may love us more than you think. I know this week it's been great love. That's the reason I thank you people on, on uh, streaming, live streaming here. I had calls from all over the United States. I didn't realize I looked at it and we had about 18 or 19 people that listened. Had one lady called and she was squalling. I want to know if I was okay. Isn't that something? Why would anybody care about me? Why would any of you care about me? I want you all to pray for the fellow that I drank coffee with the morning, Mike Cochran. Some of you know him. He comes over here to church and drinks coffee with me every morning. Well, he's got to have a heart ablation in the morning. This will be his third one. And the doctor said that this one won't go as well as the other two did. I remember a fellow down there in Glenwood had four of them. And he passed away before he had his fifth one. Y'all pray for him. Some of you might say, why would I pray for Mike Cochran? Because I'm asking you to. I'm asking you to. We love those who love us, but we should love those who don't love us. I've always said this, and Rhonda even uses it too, kill them with kindness. If you have somebody that has all against you, kill them with kindness. Do for them. Give to them. Pray for them. That's the only way. It's the only way you can do it. The only way you can ever do it. Pray for them. And I want to tell you, they'll be sorry they didn't like you because they don't love you. Kill them with kindness. 
if there's any one message that I want you to remember this year, that's this one. Because to me, that's the most important thing. Loving one another is the most important thing that can happen in your life. Some people you love, I love too. Kara's been putting a lot about Deborah, her sister. I love Deborah. Deborah was my good friend. Ever since Deborah passed away, I've, I've maybe had one person come over here to see me during the day. Deborah used to bring my lunch. I'm not telling you to do that, but she used to bring my lunch. We sit down. We used to sit down and eat together. Sweet person. I loved her. And she. Lo I know she loved me. That's the only way God can bless you this year is that you love one another. And I pray that that will happen to you. I'm going to close this message out today and I pray that God will use it to show you that you may have some problems in your life and you don't realize it. <laughs>